1: And welcome to Saturday morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio ninety-five point five. Welcome this fine Saturday morning. And as always, we truly appreciate you taking the time to listen to our program. And should you have any questions about this program or a program from the past, or maybe something that you'd like to hear us talk about in the future, please contact me at Saturday morning Dan Brown. At yahoo.com. Again, welcome to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We have a very special program today. As we've been celebrating the birth of our Savior, um, there's certain things that come into mind. We've been singing beautiful Christmas carols. We're anticipating the beginning of the new year that we're seeing right now, and we're all hoping that the new year will bring something different, something away from heartache, something towards peace and joy. And so we sang those songs about peace and joy that this baby king was being born into this world for the salvation of mankind. And I think it's quite interesting. So often when we're reading the Bible, when we're reading the scriptures and we're sharing them, uh, with either our parishioners or people at our church or wherever, whether it's a Bible study, so often we'll read a scripture and then we'll expound on that scripture as though the scripture needs some more added to it. And so often, um, the continuity of what is being said, uh, can drift away by, uh, the person who is leading and, in other words, reading that sentence and then speaking for 20 more minutes on that sentence. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There is a time for Bible in-depth study where we break down the context of what those things are being said. But sometimes what we miss is when we read it together as it was said. And so it's so very important that when we see Jesus' words being said, when we read his quotes, that we follow through on the thought that is being said. And I think one of the greatest uh, chapters in uh, the Gospels of John, which is, is one of my favorite, obviously they're all my favorite, every part of the Bible, because they all have a special meaning and lead us in directions uh, that God has set there for us, uh, that through the Holy Spirit we can become to know God more intimately, which is his desire always. And so I think today that I'd like to to read continuously. Of course, I'll have to stop for a few moments at the breaks. Uh, I really would like to read in continuation from John chapter 14, all the way until Jesus goes right as he begins his journey to the garden. I think these few chapters are a wonderful summation of all that Jesus is about, of all that he is and all that he's came to do and all that he was going to complete. And I think when we read it, it together in that way, uninterrupted, the real meaning and the scripture will jump off the page to us through the Holy Spirit. I think it's it's so exciting uh, and so fulfilling to read these words of our King of Kings and Prince of Peace, the word that God has sent into the world to fulfill the Father's purpose. And in Jesus' own words, he makes it very clear to us what his intentions were to do. And I think it starts in a very appropriate way in John 14, 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. And in my Father's house are many rooms. And if it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. And from now on, you do know him and have seen him. And Philip said, Lord, show us the father that we, uh, that that will be enough for us. And Jesus answered, from now on, you do know him and have seen him. Mm. And again, Philip said, Lord, show us the father that that will be enough for us. And Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I say to you are not just my own. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing, and he will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. If you love me, you will obey what I command, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you alone as orphans. I will come to you. And before long the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. And on that day you will realize that I am in the Father and you are in me and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father and I too will love him and show myself to him. And then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My father will love him and we will come with him and make our home with him. And he who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the counselor of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. You heard me say I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you love me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I, and I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does, you will believe. I will not speak with you much longer, for the Prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me. But the world must learn that I love the Father, and I do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in me. And if you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed my father's command and remain in his love. I have told you this, that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I have learned from the Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. And this is my command love each other. We're going to take a short break, and you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned.
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station.
1: And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you for joining us again this fine Saturday morning in our second segment of today's program. Today's program is special to me because I, I feel very strongly that sometimes we need to read the Bible in its full context as it was said and as it was written together through some of the most wonderful uh, uh, texts that Jesus had given to the apostles, explaining to them who he was and why he was and the importance of all those things. And I think, you know, as I mentioned earlier in the first segment, that uh, sometimes, you know, we have a tendency in certain studies and things where we'll, we'll read a verse and we'll break it down. Um, but sometimes I don't think there is explanation that we need to give. And I believe Jesus's words encompass all that he intended to give. And so that's my hope today that you will get from this what this does for me at the same time when I read these wonderful chapters in John. Where Jesus is getting ready. He's moving towards the garden for his arrest. The whole focus of the celebration of Jesus' birth. Which we just have done. Is leading up to this pinnacle moment. Where the blood of the lamb. Is for the salvation of mankind. And all along Jesus does one thing so consistently. Which is give. His Father, the glory. Giving our Father the glory is what we must do all of the time. And so, again, my prayer is I continue to read in chapter 15. Earlier I read chapter 14 and all the way up to 15, 17. And we're going to continue now. And I pray that this fills your hearts with joy, fills your hearts with completeness, and opens your eyes to the things that Jesus had said, what would happen to us as believers? Because we've been told many things, and there's many levels of things that people have claimed to be believers and have said, you need to be this, you need to do that, you need to... Here are the words of the creator of the universe, the word of God. Let it penetrate your heart today, and I pray that your eyes will be open and your heart will be filled with joy and peace. John 15, verse 18. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. And this is why the world hates you. Remember the words that I spoke to you. No servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name. For they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. Now, however, They have no excuse for the sin. He who hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done among them what no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen the miracles, and yet they've hated both me and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without reason. When the counselor comes, who I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. All of this I have told you so that you will not go astray. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is offering a service to God. And they will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. And I have told you this, so that when the time comes, you will remember that I warned you. I did not tell you this at first, because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you ask me, where are you going? Because I have said these things, you are filled with grief. But I tell you the truth, it is good that I am going away. And unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. In regard to sin, because men did not believe in me. In regard to righteousness, because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer. And in regard to judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will only speak what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. And he will bring glory to me, to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. In a little while you will see me no more. And then after a little while you will see me. And some of his disciples said to one another, What does he mean by saying in a little while you will see me no more? And then after a while, you will see me. And because I am going to the Father. They kept asking, what does this mean by a little while? We don't understand what he's saying. And Jesus saw that they wanted to ask him this. And so he said to them, Are you asking one another what I meant when I said in a little while, you will see me no more? And then after a little while, you will see me. And I tell you the truth. You will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when the baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy and that the child is born into this world. So with you, now is your time of grief. But I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. I tell you the truth. My Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. Though I have been speaking figuratively, the time is coming, when I will no longer use this kind of language, but I will tell you plainly about my father. And in that day you will ask in my name. I'm not saying that I will ask the father on your behalf. No, the father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the father and entered the world. And now I am leaving the world and going back to my father. And then Jesus' disciples said, Now you are speaking clearly without figures of speech. Now we see that you know all things and do not even need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe that you came from God. You believe at last, Jesus answered. But the time is coming and has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home. You will leave me all alone. Yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. And I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble. But take heart, for I have overcome the world. And after this, Jesus looked towards the heaven and prayed, Father, the time has come. Glorify your Son For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought glory to you on earth by completing your work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you, Before the world began. I have revealed you to those. You gave me out of the world. They were yours. And you gave them to me. And they have obeyed your word. Now they know everything you have given me comes from you. For I have given them the words that you have given me. And they have accepted them. They know with certainty that I come from you. And they believe that you sent me. I pray for them. I'm not praying for the world. But for those that you have given me. For they are yours. All I have is yours. All you have. Is mine. And the glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer. But they are still in the world, and I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by the name that you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction. So scripture would be fulfilled. We're going to take a short break, and you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. WPG Talk
0: Radio 95.5. News, I'm Karen McHugh, summing up Friday's arguments before the Supreme Court challenging the Biden administration's vaccine mandates. First up on the docket, a request to stay the Labor Department's emergency regulation requiring employers with 100 workers or more to mandate vaccines or require unvaccinated workers to wear masks and test at least once a week. Justices Breyer, Sotomayor and Kagan made clear they support the mandate. The second case weighed whether the administration can mandate vaccines for workers at healthcare facilities that get federal dollars via Medicare or Medicaid. Fox's Shannon Bream, according to Johns Hopkins University, there are more than 900,000 cases of COVID-19 in the US as of Friday and over 2,600 deaths. America is listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Cold today with lots of sunshine, high 32. Clear skies for tonight, low 16. But temps will rise into the lower 30s. Mostly cloudy and
1: breezy for tomorrow with occasional rain in the afternoon, high 43. Kicking off your week on Monday, a sunny start and a few clouds will move in. Colder, high 36. I'm AccuWeather, Cheryl Golden on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you for joining me this morning. And as always, we truly appreciate you taking the time to tune in and listen to our program. It is our pleasure to broadcast each and every Saturday morning to bring you the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. That in this changing and crumbling world, there is hope through our Savior, through our King. Where does our citizenship rely? Does our citizenship really rely on all these worldly things and lines that men have drawn and countries that man has formed? Does it really rely on those things? Because the Bible says other words. The Bible says that our citizenship lies in the heavens and we have one king and his name is Jesus Christ. And then anybody else who tries to step in the way of that and claim that they are a mediator or they are a leader, it's false. Because there is only one mediator between God and man. and That is Jesus Christ himself, who followed his father's will to every word being fully divine and fully human at the same time, to experience death for us all, to be placed upon him all the sins of humanity. This was God's plan, knowing that you or I would never be able to meet the requirements of uniting that would bring us back with the creator of the universe god implemented a plan formulated long before the heavens and the earth were even created and i am so thankful that god has allowed us and shared us with us through the scriptures through the holy scriptures the work that he has done thank you lord and so today as we're reading the gospel of john 14th chapter through 17th chapter, right before Jesus goes into the garden to be handed over to the authorities. Jesus gives a long explanation of who he is, why he is. And I think, as I've said through the two previous segments, sometimes it is important to read together all that Jesus said so that the joy that he was sharing with the apostles then may be our joy now. And so I will continue in chapter 17 in the Gospel of John. These are the words of Jesus Christ. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. Father, I want those that you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you have loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me, and I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love that you have for me may be in them, and that I myself may be in them. Well, I hope that those words of those chapters, those few chapters have set in your heart and brought you great joy and peace this day, as they have brought me. It is exciting to read Jesus' words of what he was doing, why he was doing, his purpose, summed up so much in just a few short chapters. It's very exciting to be able to read and process that. And we thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit to give us that joy. Now, I have a question for you. What was the joy that Jesus had? Now, one thing we need to do is not confuse joy with happiness, they're two different things. In fact, it's an insult to Jesus Christ to use the word happiness in connection with him. The joy of Jesus was his absolute self-surrender and sacrifice to his father. And he has certainly in those few chapters explained that in detail to us. That process in your heart and your soul. Again, the joy of Jesus was his absolute surrender and sacrifice to his father. The joy that which the father had sent him to do. Right? And as it says in Hebrews, who the joy that was set before him endured the cross. That's in Hebrews. And then again in Psalms, I delight to do your will, O my God, in Psalms 40, verse 8. And so we see that Jesus prayed that our joy might continue fulfilling itself until it becomes the same joy as his. Let them be one, Father, as you and I are one. Think of these incredible prayers that Jesus sent up to his father, so pleasing and submitting to do all that his father had sent him to do. Mm. Now, the question you may want to ask yourself is from reading this, have I allowed Jesus Christ to introduce joy into my life? Now, we talked about what the difference is between joy and happiness, two totally different things. And I will share with you that living a full and overflowing life does not rest in bodily health. It doesn't rest in circumstances, nor even seeing God's works succeed in its purpose, right? But in the perfect understanding of who God is and in the same fellowship and oneness with him, that Jesus himself enjoyed. Can you can you grasp that? Can you hold on to that and seek that joy? Remember what I said. The joy of Jesus was his absolute self-surrender and self-sacrifice to his father. The joy of doing that which the father had sent him to do. Do you and I, can we profess that we have that joy, that we are doing what Jesus sent us to do, that we have surrendered and submitted our will to our Savior so that his will might be supplanted in place of ours and that we may fulfill what God has intended for us before the beginning of the world? Can we do that? My hope is, is that we can. And if we're not at that point and we're honest with ourselves and we haven't achieved that yet, that we continue to surrender. Use those words, dear Heavenly Father, I surrender my will to you. Let your will be done in my life. Every time we say the Lord's Prayer, what are we praying? We're praying that God's will is done on earth as it has been in heaven. We've said those words a thousand times. And have we stepped back, read them together, prayerfully processed them through the Holy Spirit as to what God was trying to tell us? Hmm. But the first thing that will hinder this joy in us is the subtle irritability caused by giving too much thought to our circumstances. Hmm. We talk about that often. So often we're praying for our comfort. So often we're praying for our finances. So often we're praying for things that we want to be God's will. But are we truly surrendering to God's will? Because when we do, his promises in the Lord's Prayer is that he will provide all of those things. Our daily bread the forgiveness of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Think about those things. Process those things in your heart. Reach out, reach up to the Holy Spirit, to the Father of heavenly lights, and ask him to reveal these truths to you. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after this. Please. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 And welcome back to Saturday morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome back this morning to this fine Saturday morning. And as always we thank you for taking the time and tune in and listen to our program. And should you have any questions about today's program or maybe a program from the past or maybe even a subject you'd like to hear us talk about in the future, please contact me at Saturday Brown at yahoo.com. Also, if you'd like a free Bible to follow along, or you just can't find your Bible, or maybe you've never owned one, but you'd like to have one, please send me your name and your address, and I will mail you a free Bible at no charge. And I uh, promise you I will not use your information for anything other than to get you that Bible. So contact me if you'd like a free Bible at Saturday Morning Dan Brown at yahoo.com. That's Saturday Morning Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And we absolutely love all of the questions that you send. We love the encouragements that you send. And I, I'm so thrilled when I meet you out in, in certain areas, you know, if I'm out shopping or somewhere and I run to someone into someone who knows me or recognizes my voice. And I thank you so much. For those encouragements. And again, we're continuing here on Saturday morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And our program today has encompassed several Gospels from 14 to 17. And it really is a wonderful reading Jesus' words all together in the way that he spoke them it is so moving it is so enlightening it is so full of joy and peace that he explains his purpose he explains his purpose for us in so much detail and so often you you know we have people that try to describe what jesus may have looked like and you know all these different kinds of things but the description of what jesus looks like is what he is described as. The attributes that he possessed. It says he didn't look any different than any other ordinary man. He may not have stood out in the crowd until a miracle may have happened. Until he did the fishes and the loaves and fed the 5,000 men. Until he turned the water into wine at the wedding. Until he healed the blind man. and Gave hearing to the deaf, He raised Lazarus from the dead. All of these proofs to show that he was the Son of God, the Messiah through all the prophecies that have happened. All the prophecies being fulfilled in the man Jesus Christ. And We thank you, Lord. And today's program, if we had to have a title, I would title it Love as I love you. Because certainly that is one of Jesus' themes about love. That God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. And he continues to say, if you love me, you'll obey me. Not just mouth the words of, oh, I love you, which we're all so used to doing. But actually fulfill that word of love as you speak it by your actions. In obeying all the things that he taught. And all the things that he command so as we talk about joy because Jesus definitely said he wanted that joy complete in us in the same kind of joy and glory that he had with his father before the creation of the world he asked the father to give it to us it's incredible And so we want to make sure that when we talk about joy, we don't confuse it. As I said in the earlier segment of today's program, program, we don't confuse it with happiness. And in fact, I said it's an insult to Jesus when we use the word about happiness in place of joy, because they are two different things. Because when you understand the joy that he was giving us, what he was conveying us to us was the joy that Jesus had which was his absolute self-surrender and self-sacrifice to his Father. And so the joy of doing that which the Father had sent him to do, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Read Hebrews 12, verse 2. And I delight to do your will, O my God, as David wrote in Psalms 40, verse 8. And Jesus prayed that our joy might continue fulfilling itself until it becomes the same joy as his. And so my hope and prayer uh, today, and as we move into the future, if this is not something that you're experiencing, and uh, this is what you seek. And when you seek it, those are conscious decisions. Decisions that you make by surrendering your will to God. And again, I I will say it again, living a full and overflowing life does not rest in the bodily health. It doesn't rest in our circumstances, whether financial or happiness in marriage, nor even seeing the work of God succeed, but It is fulfilled in the perfect understanding of God and in the same fellowship of oneness with him that Jesus himself enjoyed. And we saw that. We heard Jesus say and pray that that's what he sought for us, for you and I. But sometimes the first thing that will hinder us from this joy and hinder this joy from becoming fulfilled in us is that subtle irritability caused by giving too much thought to our circumstances and Jesus said this i'll i'll give a paraphrase of it jesus said the cares of this world choke the word and it becomes unfruitful hmm you want to check that out look in the gospel of mark chapter 4 verse 19, the cares of this world, the what I have and the what I do and the where I'll go and the what I will drive and the what I will eat and the where I will live. Because as Jesus told us how to pray in the Lord's Prayer, everything that we need was summed up in those few sentences in the Lord's Prayer. hmm we don't want the word to be choking from us. We don't want to be unfruitful. Because before we can even realize what's happened, we end up getting caught up in our cares. And all that God has done for us is merely the threshold. He wants us to come to the place where we will be his witnesses and proclaim who Jesus is. Go forth. And make disciples. That's what he wants us to do. Have the right relationship with God. And find your joy there. And put out. As the Bible says. Will come out of us in John 7.38. When we do it right. When we do it right. Rivers will flow. From us. Living waters, rivers of living waters will flow from us. So my question to you is, can you be the fountain through which Jesus can pour his living water? Are you ready to submit? Are you ready to give in? Are you ready to do the same self-sacrifice as Jesus did for us, for him? Because we are living sacrifices. And we want that living water to flow through us. And that is his promise. Be a fountain through which Jesus can pour his living water. We need to stop being hypocritical and proud and only aware of ourselves and live our lives hidden with Christ in God. Think about that. That's in Colossians 3. Verse three. And so think about it. A person who has the right relationship with God lives a life as natural as breathing wherever he goes. And that's always been my prayer. Lord, let my prayer life, let my life of faith be as natural as breathing is to me so that it just continues to flow from me. And I pray that for you as well. And so the lives that have been the greatest blessing to you are the lives those people who themselves were even unaware of having been a blessing to you and I. And that's my prayer for you today. I pray that today you may take hold and take heart of what God has before before you, ready for you to take charge, to submit your will And do God's will. I pray that will be so in your life. And I thank you today for listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown. Here on WPG Talk Radio. 95.5 Talk Radio. And before I go, very quickly, I'd like to ask you to consider... Supporting the Atlantic City Rescue Mission in all the work that it does for the homeless and the indigent and our southern New Jersey communities. For almost 60 years, the Atlantic City Rescue Mission is providing shelter and food and counseling. All kinds of programs and most important, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to those bound and bruised by the addictive lifestyles that are in our world. I pray that you'll go on acrescuemission.org and hit on the Donate Now button and let the Lord lead you to give a gift that will help the rescue mission in this new year of 2022. God bless you all. You've been listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. God bless you all.